0: Hello, and welcome to a special short edition of What Catholics Believe. Father Jenkins, I'd like to briefly discuss this uh, current event here from LifeSite News. We have this article, the headline is from Cardinal Zin, saying that the Vatican is now backing a new schismatic church in China. I'll just read the first paragraph here, Father, and let you expound upon this. It says that uh, China's leading prelate, Cardinal Joseph Zin, is sounding the alarm that the Vatican is selling out the Catholic Church in China and that it is giving the blessing on the new schismatic church created by the communists. Thoughts, Father?
1: Well, this has actually been in the news for some time now. But it's just uh, coming to a head right now. You see, uh, after the communist takeover of China under Mao Zedong back in the late 1940s, uh, the communists uh, decided rather than fighting the Catholic Church, they would basically adopt it and communize it. And so they came up with like a, a patriotic association church uh, that would actually be a parallel Catholic church, quote-unquote, but it would be a government-approved, communist-approved, communist party-approved communist party uh, church that would mimic the Catholic church, claim to be the Catholic church. The uh, The bishops of that church would be hand-picked by the Communists. And they would be Communist agents. The idea was to simply co-opt the the Catholic Chinese and to convince them to come to the approved Communist-led so-called Catholic Church. Now, some renegade bishops gave in to the Communists and gave them their bishops. Uh, so that they could actually start this chain of succession of communist bishops. But it took its rise from some renegade bishops of the the Catholic Church at that time in in China. Um, Whether they were tortured into this or whatever brainwashed into it, I don't know. Um, But that's how this patriotic association or patriotic church came to be. Uh, The implications were very serious, though. Because the underground church that was not approved by the Communist Party that still looked to the Vatican remember we're talking about the 1950s now that still looked to the Vatican the true Catholic church at that time uh, for its leadership this was the true Catholic church had to go underground and remember because of the titles the implication was they were not patriotic and remember when the time came that being a Catholic was considered to be a matter of high treason same effect here. This is treason against the country to belong to that underground church because you're not loyal. You're not a loyal Chinese if you're one of these Vatican Catholics, loyal to Rome. Okay? Of course, Vatican II came in. And, uh, of course, the waves of change came in. Okay. Curiously enough, I understand that the communists in their patriotic church did not adopt a lot of the changes, because they didn't want to disturb a lot of the people, they wanted to keep a hold on to them. They saw what was happening with the changes that came in, and a lot of people were abandoning the Vatican II and uh, the Novus Ordo, and they actually held to some traditional practices for the sake of holding on to the people. But it was still under the, under the auspices of the communists. It was still basically an extension of the Communist Party. Now, lo and behold, over the the years, the various Vatican II popes have been making overtures to the Communist-led Schismatic Church, the 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 pseudo-Catholic Church over there. And now Francis has actually come to the point where, despite the fact that their leading cardinal I think Francis might have appointed him. If not, Maybe it was Benedict or Jean-Paul II. Appointed this cardinal. This cardinal actually came to Rome to beg Francis, don't betray us. Do not betray us. And when he said us, he didn't just mean himself and his fellow bishops who had tried to remain faithful to Rome. He meant all the people. What were there, 60, 60 million Chinese Catholics over there who were involved in this? I don't know, this, it would be such that one commentator said, on any given Sunday, there are more Christians in church in China than there are in all of Europe. That's how, that's how that it's come. It begins to become. But in any case, Francis has just ordered all of the bishops who are loyal to Rome, under him, to step down and to honor and accept as the new leadership the communist-appointed bishops, This is a, a, a betrayal of massive proportions, but it's not a betrayal that is um, any worse than Vatican II, the Novus Ordo, and so on. The betrayal has already happened. It's just that here it's becoming so public, so blatant, that even the most diehard apologist or spin doctor for the modernists and modernist popes, Francis would have a very hard time explaining this one away. How could he <clears throat> betray all of those who are trying to be faithful Catholics as far as they know in China into the into the hands of the communist and the communist party led hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we know how he's a modernist he's a traitor he's uh an enemy of the of the church and an enemy of christ that's how he's doing it
0: and yeah you know father one, one spin that could be put on that, which is this is often applied to Francis is his his uh supposed humility and how he is so humble that he is willing to give away his authority, give it to others to share his authority. <clears throat> And think about it. That's not really humility, you know. If he's yeah. supposed to be the the father of, of the, the the visible father of the church here on earth, uh, it's it's not really humility to give away the authority that the rightful authority that you're supposed to have. But that seems that that's often applied to Francis. That he is this great humble man, and he's so willing to. To divest his authority and others, and it seems that that's often a common spin that's put on the. It
1: certainly is a spin to. that Francis puts on himself. He likes he likes to adopt this persona of being, uh, you know, uh, the great humble one, um, and he he, he, he parlays that into a lot. He's very proud of his humility, <laughs> and um, but uh, uh, you know you can see someone like that. Being in the crowds that went to our Lord. And, t- and, and actually, if he had been called to be one of the apostles, you could see him counseling our Lord, hey, take it easy, you know, let's calm things down here. If you're so authoritarian about this, and so hard-line about this, so black and white, between truth and falsehood, good and evil, you're going to lose all these people. And uh, I could just see a Francis type of person Giving advice and then turning against our Lord the way Judas did. Uh, Because essentially, Tom, what you're saying is that uh, this is not being like Christ. Just earlier tonight, by the way, and I I know we don't want to go on, we said this kind of short episode here. (laughs) But just earlier tonight, I had the case where I was visited by some people who said their their relatives or in laws are, are upset with them because. They're taking a stand on right and wrong, against adultery, and so on and so forth. And to protect their children, and so on. And uh, the relatives are saying, How can you do this? Your, our faith is all about love, and, and forgiveness, and kindness, and not judging, and so on and so forth. And I was very proud of them, because they said, No, that's not what our faith is about. It's not about... Love and forgiveness, and that's all that it's about. There's more to it. It's not that anything goes. You want to turn our faith into, into endorsing anything you want to do, we have to accept it. But that is not what Christ taught. And uh, Francis's words, Who am I to judge? I mean, if he doesn't consider himself to be in a position of judgment then he's essentially saying, I don't believe in the papacy, and I certainly don't believe that I'm the, I'm, the, I'm not a Catholic pope. Mm-hmm. If he says, who am I to judge? Then essentially he's saying, who made me pope? Right? He doesn't even believe. If he thinks he's the pope, and he doesn't think he has a position or responsibility to judge, then he doesn't even know what the papacy is. If he believes in the Catholic papacy and, and realizes that the Catholic papacy is there. To, to pass judgment on right and wrong, to pronounce on good and evil. And he says, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. He's abdicated. The question is not whether he abdicated there really. The question is whether he's ever pope in the first place because he doesn't believe in the papacy. We've already talked about that. So anyway, but this, this instance of what he's doing here, uh, betraying all of these hopefully heroic and well meaning people um, uh re- hopefully they will realize now that, that they're following a wolf in sheep's clothing and that that veneer of humility that he's so so proud of is nothing but uh the result of some very high priced cosmetics uh but you know you can only you can only do so much um with a wolf to make it look like a like a like a sheep um, and uh... you can't hide the fact that it's not it's not bleeding it's growling right snapping barking and um, unfortunately um, some people are very slow to recognize that but i think things like that make it more and more obvious.
0: So how do you see this playing out, Father? You know, there's been this, uh, this, this war between the Catholicism and Communism, been going on for decades and sen- more than a century now. How do you see this playing out? In the Vatican well,
1: now. since they have their great ally, yeah. Comrade uh, Francis, yeah. in the Vatican, I mean, I see him, be, he's been betraying the Church from day one. And uh, this is just a, a high watermark so far. Um, Um, embracing, well, communists and socialists everywhere, smacking down the traditionalists, right? Smacking down capitalism as the evil. Uh, I see that he is getting more and more blatant about this. More and more bold. Throwing whatever caution he had to the wind. I don't think he had much caution to begin with anyway. And, um... So um, so much so that uh, he has so little caution and so little circumspection and so little prudence that even a lot of his fellow modernists and liberals in the Vatican are getting really nervous about him that he might ruin the whole thing by going too far and and people recognizing who he really is and giving it all away, the modernist uh, gambit here. So um, even they're talking about replacing it. So if he's going to push it so far that people, enough people are going to get uh, restless enough and ask some serious questions, they might just uh, get rid of him and put somebody else in charge who can reassure everybody. Now calm down, you know, everything's fine. Okay, sure. I mean, you you might see smoke, but there's no fire, and and you might you might you know smell uh, you know gas, but that's all right. It's not really a gas leak and. And so on, you know. They'll just they'll just keep everybody calm again. Um, but uh, but I but I think what have happened with Francis, as long as he stays in, I think it's gone to his head so so much that there's almost a kind of madness, like a mania, coming in, and it'll become more and more obvious that he really is um, a um, that he really is the 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 what should I call the the agent of worldwide masonry, Freemasonry, uh, the, the agent of worldwide Zionism, um, the agent of worldwide communism and socialism, uh, all rolled into one. And uh, I can't help but think that those who still have the faith and still have enough love for our Lord are going to uh, have to admit that and say we have to return to practice the traditional faith. It's 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 the right
0: way. Mm-hmm. Well, scary times we live in, Father. Um, oh, you know,
1: scary times! So they, they quote Confucius as saying, may a "Curse, may you live in interesting times." When you look back in history, I don't know if there was ever a time that wasn't interesting. Um, but in many ways, these are these are dangerous times. But. Uh, uh, we're so blessed to have the the true faith, the traditional faith, because that alone enables us to see clearly what's happening, to understand it, and to respond to it. Uh, by the grace of God, hopefully more and more will. Yep.
0: Sounds good. Thanks for being here, Father. Thanks for discussing this. Well,
1: you're very welcome, Tom. Thank you. No
0: problem. Thanks to our Let's pray for
1: all these poor folks, eh? Yeah,
0: We can do that. Definitely. Thanks to our viewers, and God bless you.